Chicago is more than great food, iconic sports, legendary music, and crooked politicians. It's a community of people who, at their core, care about one another and their city. We're chatting with new and native Chicagoans about all things local on The Chicagoan Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to The Chicagoan Podcast. Today I'm joined by Eric Platt affectionately known as Eric Boss. Eric, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. No, my pleasure. Thanks for being here. Now, we met because uh, you were promoting at uh, Whispers, so um, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about, just for the for those who are unaware, what an event promoter is and does. Wow, that's so much to talk about there. <laughs> um, it's basically, I mean, from my perspective, I, I curate the event, so it comes everything from picking the DJs. Uh, you know, my parties are a little bit different because there are different elements that, you know, separated from other nightclub parties. Um, you know, so like for Notel Hotel, I have food, what food I'm going to be doing that week. I have what entertainment I'm going to be having. You know, we sometimes we have different, enter- you know, jugglers. We have all different types of things. So there's everything that just goes into planning the event. But then after planning the event, you know, I mean, and there's, it's, there's, you could go dissect it even farther as far as staff. You know, I'm, I'm doing guest bartenders every week and oh, some no of the way. parties. Yeah. So every party has its own different, you know, niche, uh, different elements to it. But with, um, I, I think with, uh, then it comes with the promotion of it as well, um, you know, because in, with me doing three weekly parties, it's it's the I have to make sure I get as many people know about it as possible, make it look as good as possible, you know, and so it's a part of getting people to the event as well. So there's so much to being the event promoter. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. No, and I think it's awesome the fact that you started off in IT recruiting. Yep. You know, of all things that uh, I, I'm sure that most people don't know that, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no one knows that. I mean, some of the people, some of the people really know me, but I've been doing this for ten years, and then ten years prior to that, I was an IT recruiter. Wow, you've been doing this for 10 years already? Yeah, now it's, it's going to be going, it's probably maybe the 11th now, but um, yeah, 10 years straight where it's basically I left my, well, I got fired from my um, corporate job and um, then going straight into the nightlife and full entrepreneurship in the nightlife industry. Wow. Now, you're yeah. originally from the western suburbs. Yep. Now, the, your whole life in Chicago, but you moved out to Vegas for a little bit too, right? Yeah. So when I got let, uh, let go from my job, I basically said, you know, um, we at the time we were trying to do a nightlife website. Uh, it's actually really funny. I, I did a radio show for it, and no um, that, this reminds me of it right now, actually. But um, it was called Nightlife Unite, and um, it was going to be. It was around the time that like. Um, Tinder and all those dating apps started you know, being strong. Yep. And then also the uh, the nightlife industry with all the festivals and stuff. So we're like, why don't we make an app where people in the nightlife industry could find people in the nightlife industry? And oh, it wasn't done. It wasn't done back then. I think they try to do it now, but like, you know, it was, you could you could choose the, whether you wanted to be friends, dates, or just hookups. So that was like the, the differentiator between other you know sites. And then at the time, we also were going to do video, uh, you know, kind of conferencing. And back then, that wasn't that wasn't available, like because yep, yep. when you're speaking to someone on Tinder, you, you want to know who it really is. Sometimes you're being catfish, you know, yeah. you, don't, you don't know who you're talking to, so you can see exactly who you're talking to before you go meet them. And then we never did it, but I moved out there, and I'm like, why not? Well, the whole idea was why not try to push a nightlife site in the nightlife capital of the world? I mean, of yeah. the United States. So then I moved to Vegas, tried doing, you know, tried trying to push that, but. You know, with any venture, you have to put 110% into it. I started, I, I had to make ends meet there. So I started doing this promoting for the clubs. I literally came out there with knowing only one job I was going to be doing with no money, no savings. Um, and it wasn't even an actual job for a club. It was, uh, it was how they do things in Vegas. They have independent promoters and you have promoters that are just from everywhere. And um, I was literally just working for a door guy that worked at Hakkasan. And my, how I made money was... 
you know, people would ask us to skip the line just to get in for free or whatever. Um, and I would, I basically would, he would tell me a price and I would tell, you know, another, uh, a group price. And then I would walk them in, walk them right into the club. Wow. You know? And sometimes I would just do that for 10 times a day with different groups. Wow. And I would just make a certain amount off of each one. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, then, that's actually really yeah. cool. And, and then, and so then, then and I was blessed because I, uh, when I moved down there, I knew a bunch of girls that went from, uh, from Chicago. So I started hanging out all my friends were girls and I would walk up to everybody, go out to the clubs and we, you know, I would, I would be with a couple of you know, good looking girls. So then I would always promote myself too to every club I went. I'd be like, Hey, listen, my name's Eric. I'm a host from Chicago. Um, you know, I have a huge network people that come from Chicago all the time. You know, would you guys want, you know, and every person before I even could even say anything, they'd be like, let's work together. Wow. It was a hustler city. Like almost every person there is like trying to make money. How they get, how they can make money off each other. And, and, and do, you, do you see kind of the same vibe here in Chicago? Though? Not, not at, at all. all. No, nothing. Not, because it's, it's a different, it's a different dynamic, right? Like people don't travel in and out of here for, true, you know, partying as much as Vegas, you know, that's, that's what it's done, you know, for. No, true, true. So the amount of money that comes, because, you know, there's just so many opportunities from, you know, like I said, just walking a person to a club from getting a person to a strip club. You know I mean? There's just so many different yep, things. Yep. One of the guys I met, he's like, I get paid 27 different ways. And he's telling me all these different things he's making money off of. So then I started doing that and like I would I would it was I would reach out to every person I would give them my business card I made these business cards and I would give them my business card and then I would literally um, follow up them the next day say like you know it's a real professional message um, and just telling them that you know let's just want to reach out and almost every time I would when I would get people from Chicago they would now all of a sudden I have a guy at this club and then I have a guy at this club and I had a guy at every single club and like you know and and I and I basically just started doing that full time and uh and then my dad got sick and that's when i decided uh, yeah i was only out there for a year um and i would have who knows if i would have stayed out there what could have happened or what would have happened but you know i'm indebted to my parents and like my at one time i i um i found out that my dad had diabetes which is uh, it was type 2 so it's uh, uh it's manageable uh he had he had um he had cancer um he had prostate cancer but he beat that he's in he was in he's in remission it's, it, that's gone now but then I also found out he had dementia. Oh, man. Yeah. And dementia just gets worse, right? And, um, you know, thankfully, he's at a point where he's still, you know, he's so one of the things I've learned from him is that you could be happy any, any, <laughs> any state, you know, like he's, he's, he has dementia and he's always full of life. He's always, you know, always happy, you know, but he remembers me. So that's amazing. Um, but like, he's just taught me that, like, yeah, you could be happy in any situation that you're in. And he's always, you know, so... Well, and, and that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, too, because yeah. I, I feel like uh, from just our conversation that, you, well, and, and knowing you and in, in your element that uh, you're a certain way, right? You, you <laughs> operate a certain way, your head's down, you're working hard, and, and most people don't really get a chance to see the other side of you, that personality when you're not stressed out at work, right? Yeah, tell I, tell every, that, I, I tell everyone that it's like I'm a night and day, I'm night and day, and it's like, um, because that when I'm working, I'm literally laser focused on the execution of the party, you know, of the, of the of experience. And uh, if I don't do it, no one else is going to do it. And it goes down from something that's like this something. It's like so, so minuscule to like, you know, but but it's very, very important. Like, uh, you know, I give out food. Uh, last night we gave out pizzas to everyone, you know, free food at a certain point of the night. It's one of those things that like it makes it differentiates my, my party from others, you know, and it's an experience. And, and you remember that maybe if it's not consciously, subconsciously, you're like, man, that party's awesome. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, like, and that's why you come and that's why you keep, continue to come. And it's why you tell people to come. Um, but like. It's I 
during that time, um, I, there's a crazy balance because I have to make sure I'm also hospitable and, and show appreciation to the people that are coming to the party because every person that walks through that door is supporting me. But then if I don't, if I do that too much, then something else is faltering. Right, you know, right, I may, right, right. I may forget to make that order for the pizza or I may, you know, like so one time I was baking cookies that the cookies could have burned. What? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I swear. So there's so many That's different amazing. things. I try to have a different snack every night, you know, and I don't tell anyone what it is. Even my staff, my staff is like, what, what, what do you, what do you got tonight? I'm like, I'm not telling not you, yet. you know, it's no tell, no, no tell hotel. I'm like, there's, gotta, you know, there's, there's different things to it. And it's like, so like with that and, and, and so, and I have people that tell me that like they, they've had a, you know, I rub them the wrong way or, mm-hmm. you know, of course, and that's not my intent at all. And, but it's hard. You can't make everyone happy. Right. But I feel like definitely with this, you know, people can understand me more. And because the, the interactions that we have, like I, we were talking about, it's so transient, you know, you, you, and what do you expect the dynamic that we're in? That that people aren't gonna they're gonna judge you by that that many you know experience with you and many interaction with you, so it's not unless and you're never gonna be pretty much all these people that I see all the time. I'm never gonna probably hang out with them or like you know go out whatever. But but I see them so much that I still want them to have a good perception of me and like they think there's no bad intention. Like maybe because and sometimes now when I shake people's hands, I make sure like I look them in the eye because sometimes I'll shake a person's hand. I'm walking away. Mm. That's so disrespectful. You know, it's just like, and that person may not think that some people do, you know, but I do, you know? So and like now many times, like a lot of people come up to me and they're just like, can I get a drink? You know, whatever. I'm like, hi, how are you? Good to see you. You know, just to make them understand that, like, come on, man. You know, like, well, you're being intentional, right? Yeah, you you actually care and you want to have those relationships. Yes, I I mean, really appreciate that. And 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 honestly, it's like I just just hospitality in general. Like, I you know, I care about others more than I care about myself, and I, I get a genuine joy out of making other people happy. And I mean, that's why it was really hard for me to be in a relationship for a long time because. I was, I'm always like, whatever you want, whatever you need <laughs> to, yeah, to, yeah, to no, my partner. Absolutely. And like, and it's a, you know, for me, it's all depends on the person because for me, that's a good thing. You know, I would love that, you know, and some, and I wouldn't take advantage of that. Some people don't want that. Some people don't, you know, we'll take advantage of it. And, um, and, and I just want to make sure that like, I, I give everyone, you know, kind of the, the respect and, you know, that, cause I think at the end of the day, I put, I, I, I let people know that I do appreciate, you know, and I think, I think I do that a lot. But I also, I, I just feel bad because sometimes I do affect people certain ways. Well, but you're turning yeah. on to something positive too, which yes. I would love to, for you to talk a little bit about the donate and dance. Because yeah. that is, I know, something you're passionate about and something that not only you know can you give, but now you're giving in a way that is really helping others, but also you get to do what you do in love. Yeah, on a big level too, because, you know, before COVID happened, um, before the, the shutdowns, um, you know, I, I would think about it like, you know, like, uh, I love what I do. Right. Um, and I know I'd bring joy to many, but because of all the conversations I've had, you know, deep conversations with other, with some of the people that I, I frequent in the nightclub industry, uh, you find that, you know, they're, they're not, they're not happy. And, um, you know, and I want to make sure that, you know, people are, you know, doing, if they're partying, they're doing it for the right reasons, because if you're not happy, then, and you're just using it as to cope. And, you know, I felt like I was ultimately kind of hurting some people in the long run. Wow. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm advocating, you know, this, you know, this, this, this temporary, you know, release or this temporary, you know, fix. And, and, and at the end of the day, some of these people, they should not drink and, and go out to nightclubs, you know, it's like, because that's not what's helping you. That's not what's going to be uh, the, the, the solution to your problem. Um, and so, you know, and then this, this in general, like with so many people are affected by some type of financial hardship, a, um, a, a health situation, and they don't have the means to, you know, to, or they don't have, they can't make enough money to, yep. to, you know, to be better. And I just feel like, so the nightclub, nightclub industry, there's so much, the, the, 
the margins on, on like a bottle, right? There's a lot of money, but there's, there's a lot of that could be given to people that need it. Um, and also these, the patrons that come out too, I wanted to do like raffles and, um, you know, during these events too, and just give back to some of the consumers that come on a regular basis. Some of these people I see every week, you know, they come to my party every week and what am I really doing? You know, I'm just, yeah, I'm giving them an experience, but I want to like, you know, give out stuff like that. And, you know, one thing I wanted to do as well is that with donate and dance is that almost every club has a, someone that has affected by something personally. Yeah. Like let's just say like a, a manager has like a, a, a relative that's going through a cancer. Um, I wanted to be able to get to do the party and then donate a portion to that actual individual. So then, cause when you, when you give to charities, you know, you don't really know where that's going. Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, you could do research and you feel like it's, you could just verify it's going to the right cause, the right things. But, if you give it to one person directly, you know, then you could, you could even follow up with that person. You could see them again, you know, and that, that, that's visceral. That's more, you know, meaningful. Like that's actually helping, you know, you're helping someone. Yeah, there. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times when you give out the charity, yeah, you're helping. Right. But you don't, you know, where, you don't you know, know where that money's going. Yeah. You know, so, and a lot of times you've heard, I've heard stories of it not being the right places, you know? Yeah. So to avoid that, I could give a person, you know, a portion to that person directly. Um, and then it's, it's good for everyone. You know, you're helping that people, you're helping that club, you're getting a different demographic in there. You're, it, you're keeping it fresh. You know, a lot of things with clubs these days, like you're keeping it fresh. Like I think my events are, you know, there's a little, there's little intricacies with each one where it makes it, you know, kind of fun. It's something as little as I had like a, um, I wear your sunglasses at night party, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. And it was just like, just that one added thing, you know, everyone wearing sunglasses and having fun, just the smiles. And it's like a yeah. different, you know, it's a different, it's a different feeling, a different experience. It was something that's so little, you know, and, um, and that's what I, I'm, I'm doing every week now. I'm just striving, you know, striving to kind of just make more experiences for everyone. And because, you know, I, I don't know if you know this, if you've been in an electric hotel late night when they close, at the mm -hmm. end of every night, they play electric, um, electric Avenue. And that's because I had that idea like three years ago because I said, you know, you could go to a club for 10 years, you know, and like to people that are in the nightlife industry, like that's an important thing. It's a big part of your life. Yep. You look back at a club and like the, in the, in the times that you spent there, but you don't remember any of those times. <laughs> you remember some, but not, but overall you don't, but you're going to remember years from now, people are going to remember that played electric Avenue at the end of the night. Yep. So it's something a little like that where I wanted to make it, you know, kind of like where people, it, they, they really are able to kind of just I don't know, reminisce, you know, and feel something. And that's what, what the experience is all about. I mean, just making people feel more than the average, you know, like a, a club just opening its, opening its doors and having a couple of DJs play. For sure. For because sure. that, that, then now, now all you're dependent upon is, yeah, I guess your own, um, the people that you're with and stuff like that, but with your own, for, for fun. Whereas with my parties, I'm, I'm inducing the fun, you know, like last night at electric hotel, I got this, I'm sure some people are annoyed by it, but I had this megaphone that I literally walk around and I literally just, I'm just having fun. A lot of it's just my own entertainment, <laughs> but, but I know for a fact that I'm also adding to the entertainment for people. Of course. And then, and that's kind of memory too. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's way more that, you know, it's like, that's why what separates my parties because when you walk into a club, you know, this is something as little as me being a goofball running around, you know, that is making you have more fun. Yep. That is making it more enjoyable for you. Um, and, and it is separating it from other places. So, um, you know, I'm not at the level at some like other, I was like, you know, we were talking about the, um, or the rituals event that's, that's actually this weekend and their parties like, oh man, it's, it's like next level, like in terms of the creativity and some of the, you know, decor and stuff like that. Mine is really based more on a hospitality decor aspect. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hospitality and, you know, just like, um, this, this 
this uh, you know entertaining, you know, entertaining. And um, I feel like that's what separates. But like, you know, for me, just being doing donate and dance, that's really what I want to do. That's like a passion project because it's actually helping people. Absolutely. On a grand scale. That's awesome. And yeah. obviously, you know, you're making an impact and you're changing, uh, I don't want to say, you know, the industry, but I think you're bringing a fresh approach to it. How, how do you feel that the industry has changed, or at least in Chicago, uh, when it comes to the nightlife scene? Wow. It's, it's so funny because I've seen it, you know, I've, I've watched, I've been going out for 20 years, right. you know, working in industry for 10 and it's, it's definitely before COVID. Well, it's, it's so funny because COVID totally threw a wrench in everything. Yeah. But before that, even, um, do you think it's, it still had that impact after COVID? Yeah. I mean, I think now Chicago's coming back in terms of, um, you know, it's, it's so funny. It's, it's a different dynamic. The, the music is totally different. Right. And with totally different music, it has a different uh, effect on people. Um, you know, like with hip hop, you know, there's, there's, there's been several things that with, with hip hop, it's given it a bad name. Right. But there's also places where there's some, there's good, you know, it's, it's still a, a good environment to be in. Uh, and then with the dance music, you know, there's, uh, you kind of saw like dubstep come and go, but that kind of changed, uh, the, the feel of parties and changed the dynamic of, you know, a lot of kids coming out and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's younger, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. And now it's, um, I feel like it's, it's so funny cause I'm kind of out of touch, um, because I don't go out as much, but, um, there's like, I went to, I think it was heat wave festival that just passed and I couldn't believe how many younger kids, you know, it was just like a lot of kids. And I think when I was definitely when I was coming up, um, we weren't getting into that till as much until later, you know, I didn't start going out till I was like 2021, 20, but there was definitely here a lot of 16, 17, like younger kids. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't a thing years ago. Like there wasn't festivals, you know what I mean? Now there's music festivals that are all ages. So now you have these, you know, so it, 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 there's so many factors. There's so many things that it affects overall, but I definitely feel like, um, it's, uh, people are, I, I think people just love, they were, they love to have fun. Right. So when they were locked up from COVID, it was kind of like, oh yeah, it, it may, it was a good thing for a lot of people. Uh, it definitely helped me in some ways, but, um, it, 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 it took away entertainment for, for many, yeah. you know, that people really, really love to do. Well, we didn't, didn't really have much to do at that yeah, point. Exactly. And like, and it's, you know, just, just going out and, you know, cause there's no doubt. Sometimes I'll just look across out, out the crowd sometimes. And I just kind of just analyze and just kind of observe. And there's no place, I mean, there's not many things where you could go to and you just forget about everything, right? You just have fun and, um, and this, you forget about your problems. So that's where, that's where the fulfill, a lot of fulfillment comes. But then, like I said about the donate and dancing, yeah, that's why yeah. I wanted to do something different. But, you know, it's, just, it's, it's definitely um, something that I feel like the nightlife industry is not going to go away. Yep. You know, it's definitely the dynamics change with the bottle service. And, you know, before it was a lot more a bigger thing. Um, and now I feel like a lot of people are definitely saving their money uh, or they don't have the money. Yep. And it doesn't have the same allure as well. Like there's not with everything uh, it, and any product that you sell, you could, there's usually uh, it, evolution, it revolutionizes. Like it gets different changes. And with bottle service, there's really not too much you could do. You did only the presentation. You know, there's not going to be better tasting. Like uh, I don't know. This is like, it's not, it's it's all about the pretty standard. It's right? the same thing. But now you have these bottle presentations that are trying to get crazier and crazier and crazier. Right, right. So that's that's the only thing you could really do to to change that 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 service and, and make it more marketable. But I think you're even providing that that experience more so than yes. most clubs. Though, yeah, right? the and experience. The that you're thinking of, I mean, cookies, even cookies, yeah. man. Like, yeah. Like that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's and so awesome. and and like and, and so for just everything, every little thing, like uh, with whispers, um, you know, I see people out in the sand, and I'm like, I'm like, we could be doing something, you know, like if you give if you give grown adults toys, they'll still play. They will. And I, you know, I bring out hula hoops, and now I got I also nice. It's so funny. I see all these people using the hula hoops, and it's like that little thing 
it's gonna you're gonna remember that you know and you can't you didn't do that at another <laughs> club you know very very true yeah and, and what about that like with with like the difference between nightlife and day life if you will right but the way that whispered with what you did there um bringing the, the the club scene to a daytime brunch time experience do you see that evolving more and happening more often? In the uh, I would love it. I would love it too. But the problem is, is the weather, you know, and it's like, it's, it, I feel like number one, there's not a lot of places that, uh, that this offer that the, the, the daytime hours like that. And, um, it's when, with the outs at uh, the outdoor stuff, you know, like your short club, like whispers, it's all so dependent upon the weather. Like I've had, yeah, yeah. I've had two events this year, you know, get canceled, you know, and you work all oh, week for it. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you know, right. the day of you, you know, and, it, and it, I feel so bad because you let a lot of people down. Absolutely. Um, and because people yeah, it's out of your control, man. Yeah. You know? it, yeah. And I mean, I've, I'm definitely better at that, you know, <laughs> um, but it's still stuff like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. I want everything to be perfect. Sure. Um, but I am, you know, understanding that everything can be perfect and, but I just want to get, get better. You know what I mean? And something like that, where you definitely, it's totally out of your control. You can't do anything about it. It's just, you know, you just got to accept it. And, um, but that's why I feel like with day life in Chicago, maybe like day life uh, in, indoor parties. Yeah, definitely not outdoor because like I said, it's dependent upon the weather, rooftop, stuff like that. Yep. But I mean, I just, yeah, I feel like that's definitely something, I mean, people always want to party, yep, yep, <laughs> you yep. know? And I, and I think Sundays is going to be, like I said, I'm going to probably try to do another different Sunday party after Whispers. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't see it really evolving too much just because like I said, it's, I think it's definitely weather affected yep. because if it was nicer out, there'd be more people out partying, you know, but because, you know, there's not, there's only three months a year. Yeah, we're we're yeah. stuck with that. Yeah. So if people are, are, are listening and then they want to connect with you or they want to find out where the next event is at, how can they do so? My biggest thing is Instagram. I live and die off Instagram. And I used to be a Facebook guy, um, because I have five Facebooks. I really, like, wow. yeah. And I manage them all. Um, and I don't have I don't have mutual friends on any of them. That's crazy. Some people some people add me on a, they're like you didn't add me on a, on, a, on your uh, Facebook. Oh, I'm yeah, like yeah. I'm like I probably have you on another one. I'm like I don't want I post the same exact thing on every one. That's crazy. Um, I don't want you know I don't want that uh, people seeing that twice. Yeah, yeah. And so um, Instagram um, it's Eric uh, at Eric Boss Chicago. And um, I just started TikTok, but I'm not really, uh, I don't really want to get into that. It's going to be my ninth, ninth uh, social media account I'm going to manage. I don't even really want to do that, but I know there's a market for it, right? For sure, for sure. But definitely, uh, definitely Instagram. Awesome. Well, brother, I appreciate you coming in. Thank you, you know, very much. I, I can't wait for the next My one. pleasure.